is 521 at WFMD and WFMD.com. I have a quick observation because this is news and commentary. So a lot of news outlets will have uh, news about travel this July 4th weekend. Wouldn't the real story be if there was no travel on the 4th of July weekend? It just seems like a Rolodex story to to do 4th of July holiday travel because, of course, millions of people are going to be taking to the roads. So I'm going to scrap that because I was looking at that. I'm like, yeah, that's low-hanging fruit. Uh, Let's talk about Hunter Biden. Very serious story right here because after Hunter Biden agreed to plead guilty to income tax charges, and I believe after he pleads guilty to those income tax fraud charges or not paying income tax, he is going to uh, have the gun charge dropped. Now, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is threatening to impeach Attorney General Merrick Garland over doubts about who was actually in charge of the Hunter Biden investigation. Kevin Cork is on the story this morning with more. While the president denies any involvement in Hunter's business dealings, the Speaker of the House is raising new questions about allegations that the Attorney General of the United States, with the president's blessing perhaps, has weaponized the Justice Department. If it comes true what the IRS whistleblower is saying, we're gonna start impeachment inquiries on the Attorney General. No surprise, the White House is also firing back, said Mr. McCarthy, telling the Speaker, in fact, telling Fox News, the move is, quote, a partisan stunt. Merrick Garland has made a mockery of the Department of Justice. The President's son has accepted a plea deal regarding tax fraud and weapons charges that will keep him from serving prison time, WFMD time is 523. Meanwhile, we have malaria in the United States, and it has been a long time since we've actually had cases of malaria in the U.S. The CDC is calling for an action plan following the confirmation of four cases in Florida and one in Texas. All the patients have been treated and are said to be improving. The plan calls for quick access to the only medication for severe malaria available in the country. Malaria is spread by mosquitoes, and the CDC warns that cases could spike during the typical increase in international travel throughout the summer. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. It's 523 at WFMD. Well, you've heard The Wolf of Wall Street, right? That movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, meet The Wolf of Airbnb. New York City prosecutors say Conrad Vicker profited an estimated $2 million by gaming the system. He pleaded guilty Monday to defrauding landlords and abusing government COVID restrictions. An investigation found Vicker rented 18 apartments in Manhattan and used the properties as many hotels through Airbnb. He also refused to pay those landlords who owned the apartments, citing a COVID-era hardship rule that allowed renters to miss monthly payments and not face eviction. He could be sentenced up to 20 years behind bars. Tom Graham, Fox News. All right, 524 WFMD. There's been a lot of fraud involving COVID money. We often get emails from the U.S. Attorney's Office about people that have been indicted for COVID-19 fraud money. I think it was called PPE. It wasn't PP. Maybe it was PPP. Um, But those funds were specifically used or supposed to be specifically used for 
COVID. But in this case, apparently no. All right, College World Series. The LSU Tigers have won the NCAA College World Series championship following their 18-4 blowout in Game 3 against the Florida Gators Monday night. This is the seventh title in program history for the Tigers in their first since 2009. There it is! And for the first time since 2009 and seventh overall, the Tigers can say we are champions. Sound courtesy of ESPN LSU winning the series two games to one. And there were a lot of runs scored. I think the the over-under in that game was nine, and uh, LSU scored 18 by itself. WFMD time is 525. All right, uh, a Florida experiencing a weather event last week that may surprise you. A rare four-foot tsunami crashed on shore at normally calm Clearwater Beach, Florida last Wednesday. The National Weather Service confirms it was indeed a tsunami, just not the kind you usually hear about. This type is called a meteo tsunami, caused by storms with strong gusting winds, rather than the dramatic tsunamis triggered by earthquakes. While some meteo tsunamis have reached six feet or more, this one was only high enough to cause some flooding and excite surfers. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. All right, 526 at WFMD. And we have opinions being rendered by the Supreme Court Justice uh, and another decision day at the U.S. Supreme Court as justices release more opinions before the end of the term. Bidenomics is a vision to grow the economy from the bottom up and the middle out. You hear us say that over and over again because we believe that trickle-down economics does not work. And we have seen that over and over and over again. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre suggests the framing of Bidenomics is intended to draw contrast with previous administrations. Transforming the way we see the economy in a different way. In a way, again, that is equal, that does has equality, uh, equity at the center of it and leaves no one behind. The messaging push also comes as a majority of Americans express disapproval in the president's handling of the economy. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. All right, 527 at WFMD and WFMD.com. Time for traffic and weather together right here on the Morning News Express. Rise and shine. 930 WFMD Business Update. It's 550 at WFMD right on the button. And we welcome Chris Murray, the president of Murray Financial Group in downtown Frederick and the host of your financial editor. You can hear that show on Saturdays right here on WFMD. Chris, top of the morning to you. Markets began the week lower. Yeah, they did. Good morning, Ryan. Um, the Dow was down 12 points, so pretty flat for the start of the week. Uh, the S&P 500 down 19 points, almost a half of a percent drop there. And the uh, NASDAQ was down 156 points, a little over half of a percent drop, or excuse me, a 1% drop. Chris, I, I'm always surprised about this story, and we hear it a lot in the news, and that is the elderly population getting scammed. There's a lot of media coverage about this because police departments around the country are always warning senior citizens not to fall for scammers who are either trying to uh, extract credit card numbers or social security numbers. But the, the name of the, the bottom line is that these scams are increasing. 
Yeah, they are. And of course, there's a, uh, you know, a new player, and that's cryptocurrency. So the latest elder fraud report found that um, the, the senior citizens were robbed of more than $1 billion um, through cryptocurrency scams last year. And that was a huge increase, 78% increase from 2021. So, um, you know, it's great that uh, law enforcement and others are constantly reminding everybody, but especially the, uh, the elderly uh, senior citizens, you know, that may not be as familiar uh, with uh, technology that they have access to these days. And also they might be more trusting and, and really think that what they're being, um, you know, sold is, is accurate. And that's just not the case. So um, the, the information actually said that, the surge in crypto crimes targeting Americans age 60 and above is is really alarming. So, yeah, just a, a, another opportunity for us to get that information out there based on this latest data for uh, your listeners. And then, of course, for the people that they care about, um, just to bring this, this up to make sure it's uh, towards the front of their mind if, in fact, they're on um, the Internet and getting things via email or text message. And we're talking to Chris Murray here at 552. Chris is the president of Murray Financial Group in downtown Frederick. Chris, the Dallas manufacturing sector continues to slow. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. Texas factory activity declined in June, um, according to uh, their latest uh, outlook survey. So basically, they do this every month. Um, This data was collected from June 13th through the 21st. Uh, 85 Texas manufacturers responded to the survey, and it fell another three points, the headline number. Um, So it came in at minus 4.2. And I think that's uh, that's really alarming because you look at Texas and they're known for um, you know doing business uh, the right way and a fair way much more than a lot of these other states. Um, so you know for them to be having problems, the manufacturers, it really makes you wonder how much more pressure uh, some of these other manufacturers are under. In different states. All right, Chris, it's Tuesday morning. We're really just getting going in this week. What are you watching today for us? A busy day. Durable goods orders. We get uh, three home reports, consumer confidence, the Richmond Federal Reserve uh, Manufacturing uh, Survey, which we're in that district, uh, will come out as well. All right, Chris, thank you very much. And we will catch up next hour when the morning mayor joins the show. Thank you very much.